welcome to the Right On Sports Show. There are many sports shows out there, but this one is Right On. Four guys giving each other hell about sports and their sometimes questionable choice of teams. Featuring the head of the table, Kyle Wright, the king of shit takes, Marcus Weisner, the show's resident asshole, Nick Gurley, and finally, doing all the dirty work, the show bitch himself, Drew Gorman. How these guys all get along, we may never know, but let's try to find out. Let's get started. Woo! What a beautiful Sunday! It's actually raining and it looks like shit outside. Welcome to the Ride On Sports Show. I'm Kyle Wright, here with Drew Gorman, Marcus Weisner, and sitting in for Nick Gurley because he decided to go to Germany uh, for an extended amount of time now. Mr. David Hayes. What is it? David. Yo, what's going on? Right on network, right on sports. We got a lot of stuff to get into today, but definitely pray for Jessica and Nick there and what yeah. they're dealing with in that whole situation. But I'll be your resident asshole for the day. So <laughs> screw you guys. I'm going home. Let's <laughs> <laughs> hope oh, so Comedy Central doesn't tag us on that one right there. Oh, speaking of Comedy Central, guys, I want some fried chicken. You guys know where I can get some fried chicken? Kentucky! <laughs> yes, sir. Ooh, baby. Ooh, how about them wildcats? Oh, how about them wildcats? <laughs> Way to pull it off, man. I mean, especially when you're talking about a team like Florida who had playoff <clears throat> implications, maybe not coming d- directly from this game, but you know the, the matchup was supposed to be huge with Georgia, but Florida State fans rejoice, right? Florida State gets Ooh. a win and Florida loses to Kentucky. Listen, my guy, Florida, Florida State won which is very uncommon, as we know these days. So Florida State wins. Miami loses on a heartbreaker. And Florida loses on a heartbreaker. Dude, I woke up just like with the... Okay, I can't. I'm not going to go there. But I, I felt <laughs> really good this Knock morning. Knock on wood, huh? <laughs> yeah, very much so. Very much so. Marcus, the weather's kind of crappy uh, up here. What's it looking like down there? Uh, it's a low 82 degrees this morning. Uh, mm, some pretty gorgeous. nice weather here, honestly. Uh, we've been getting a shit ton of rain, just like the entire state of Florida has all summer. So I am very thankful that uh, we get something something good. It's like a, the weather's been kind of nice for us here recently. And now uh, on my day off, it's, it's crappy. Which, you know, the other way around, like people want, people want the weather to be... Uh, to be crappy while they're working and nice on their days off. But when you got the life that some of us have, it's like, well, let me just get crappy weather on my day off so I don't have to cook out so I can just lay in bed. <laughs> this is perfect. And the plus I, side, though, is if your wife or anyone had anything for you to do on Sunday afternoon, you can use the good old excuse of ah, it's raining. Let's just sit inside yeah. and watch TV in separate rooms, preferably. In separate, <laughs> separate, rooms. <laughs> separate rooms, preferably. I'm, I'm going through a lot right now. I just got to watch football today. It's, it's not... My situation is not good. I'm doing research. <laughs> Speaking of doing research, guess who's not? Because as you could see, he didn't bring his laptop today. Hey, I got it here. Oh, what do you no. need? What do you need? I got you. Oh my goodness! I'm just so dis- I'm not like like Marcus said to me. I'm I'm not mad. Just disappointed. Hey, you had one job. Hey, I'm still on here because hmm. Zach's even in here posting. Timmy hmm. McNulty still wanting that Georgia Florida bet. Oh. 
Before we get into that, before we get in that, because of Drew not bringing his laptop, guys, we're we're always looking for additional <laughs> talent here at the Ride On Network. If you have any questions or you want to apply for it, just get with any one of us, and we might be able to. Well, not not Drew because he might forget; he won't be able to bring that. But <laughs> if you, if need be, you could always let me or Kyle or Nick whenever he gets back from Germany in two weeks. You could let any of us know. And it's like you versus Drew. So imagine he's got to take a full court shot, and you get to stand under the goal. <laughs> Man. No, dude, he just, they just do me like that. He takes that. He takes that mm. abuse. But uh, Timmy did reply yes and said Georgia still has to play UK as well. Oh, God, yeah, because UK is just a national powerhouse these days. Oh, man. All oh. right, let's get into college football because I want to definitely talk about that. Um, here we go, right? Here we go. Last week, you guys know I had to do this to you, and I know we're going to try to defend it. We're going to try to uh, – we're all going to try to make ourselves sound a little bit better than we did last week. But I came on this show and I told everybody that Arkansas was way overrated and Arkansas was garbage. Not only are they not great, they're actually not really good at all. They are decent for Arkansas's standards. But here we go. Number top 10 matchup. Arkansas is going into Athens, Georgia, and it's going to be one of the best ones. College game day is going to be there. What a great choice. Cincinnati, Notre Dame is happening, but not we're going to go to Arkansas, Georgia. What the hell, man? Like. I told I mean, you guys. All I can say is I told you so. Arkansas, not only like okay, so Georgia did great. But Arkansas looked yeah. like shit. Well, I mean, I mean honestly, I don't even know if Georgia's offense did great. There was so much done on the opposite side of the field that they didn't even need to do anything offensively. They're they're they ran the hell out of the ball. Their quarterback Stetson Bennett threw the ball seven times. No, he threw it eleven. He completed it seven oh. times. Jeez. 72 yards, so an adversary 6.5. But but what you know, you look at the opposite side of the ball in Arkansas, and both of their quarterbacks combined throwing completing 10 passes out of 16, only 87 passage yards. And then when you get to rushing, only 75 rushing yards. And that was a big difference in the game as Georgia rushing worked out well for them. But like Marcus said, it they didn't have to do a lot. Because yeah. their defense handled it, and that—that's what we're seeing from Georgia this year, and that—that's going to be their bread and butter, and that's why teams like Kentucky, teams like Florida, might in, in that rivalry game, the Florida Georgia game, it—it it could be a spoiler alert. You know, Florida could play spoiler, especially a, after having this loss to Kentucky, the loss to Alabama. They looked a lot better in their loss to Alabama, even though getting blown out kind of early, than they did in this loss to Kentucky, where yeah. they had the lead at halftime, but squandered it all away in the second half kyle i want to ask you something first while we go ahead and get this little uh taking cookies out of the jar scenario here is georgia's defense this good or do you still think it's i would say overrated but because of the lack of their offense the defense just seems so much better like what what's your take on this defense thing because they made arkansas look like a team that was supposed to be unranked um arkansas should have been unranked well, <laughs> I don't know if the, I don't think that that's fair well, to say necessarily. Uh, no, yeah, I mean, I get, it, I get, it. I, I, but, I don't know, I'm just being an asshole. Well, and, uh, and that's and a good the role whole, to play, though. Nick's not here, so I got, somebody's got to do it. And then the Clemson, you know, the first game of the season was against Clemson, and they, they you know, the only touchdown scored in the entire game was a pick six from their defense. So, do you think this is a defense that people need to start saying like, okay, like we should take them seriously because of how well they're doing, or is it just the talent they're going against isn't? what you consider something to be worried about. I think if there was ever a scenario where you could say both, 
Okay. This would be that scenario. Number one, Georgia's defense is incredible. Like you can't like it doesn't matter who you're playing. You could be playing Alabama, you could be playing Western Kentucky. When you're swarming the ball carrier like that, that's not a fluke. Right. That's I mean, it's like there's just a sea of red surrounding the offensive player that's got the ball. And you can't fake that, man. I mean, that's good coaching. Kirby Smart uh, it's always always been a great defensive mind, even though he uh he was an offensive coordinator, right? No, he was defensive. He was a defensive coordinator. I mean, he's always been a sorry. He's always been a great defensive mind, and I think that's pretty much all Georgia's going to have. But honestly, from that end, that's why they're good. But on the other end of it, you could also argue that they haven't really been tested this year. And I know that we, we, David, David and I had this conversation on the way here. You know, everybody's looking at the win against Clemson, and great. That's awesome uh, at the beginning of the year. But now you see Clemson struggled yesterday with Boston College. They couldn't put points on Boston College when Boston College gave up, like, I think, 35 to Missouri. We got absolutely cracked by Tennessee yesterday. Um, You look at Clemson, who struggled to put up points against Georgia Tech, who gave up 60 points to Pittsburgh yesterday. Uh, Like, was Georgia's win really that great? I think what's really impressive about Georgia here is back-to-back shutouts. And, mm-hmm. and I know one of them's up against Vanderbilt, but Still at big. the end of the day, yeah. shutouts are huge. And so when you can hold these teams to zero points and three points, they've given up 23 points now on the season, which is by far Alabama just yesterday, Ole Miss gave up 21 points. And we're going to see a little bit more of how this plays out next week with Arkansas and Ole Miss. So we'll be able to see these two losers in the big-time games, overhyped, if you will. But, uh, I mean, what else games are you going to hype up? Are you going to hype up the Stanford and the Oregon game? Are you going to hype up the Florida and the Kentucky game where the games ended up being better, but the numbers – you know, right? Th- they work in the favor of the SC or in those particular games. And, and Marcus, to your point, um, I think that we haven't been able to see what Georgia is completely capable of because the offenses that they've been taking on aren't aren't powerhouses by any means. But they're getting right. the job done. And their offense, though, that to me is a, at this point a little lackluster when you're going to be going up against a team who's got a decent defense and a great offense. That's where they're, they're we'll next, really find out. Their next three weeks is at Auburn. Uh, home this against, is Georgia? Yeah. Right. Sorry. Okay, sorry. Uh, sorry. They're at Auburn, home against Kentucky. Now, you mentioned this because, again, they did beat Florida, so you have to throw them in there. And then uh, on October 30th, because they have a bye the 23rd, on the 30th, they play Florida. I was going to say that should be the, the cocktail party. So, um. I mean, I don't see any reason to not go three and zero right there in that stretch. Outside of the rivalry I don't either. game, yeah, the rivalry game is going to be. And different. even with Auburn, I mean, we saw it last night. What about those on that one drive with Bo Nix, where he's running back and forth across the field? I mean, one of the craziest plays you've seen in college football. Sla- uh, flashes of Johnny Manziel last night. If those things happen, like they did in that tip pass back in that year when Auburn won the national championship, those, those things can happen in any ball game, and that's one of the things that we'll have to deal with. As as an LSU fan, your boys laid down, Drew. As an LSU fan, we're uh we're on to basketball season. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, listen, dude, LSU in the first half looked like they could contend with anybody in the yeah. nation last yeah. night. And then, and then second half they looked like Florida State would whip that ass. Three down linemen. Whether Jake Peets does not want to run the ball, or they literally said 
the announcers had a one-on-one meeting with Jake Peets and, and Coach O. They literally said, we don't have any confidence in the run game. Mm. We don't think we can get run yards. And I'm like, dude, you're going against a three-down lineman set. They have one lineman and two defensive ends. Just turn around, hand the ball to the to the running back, and let him go. At the very least, you run the ball there to exploit the defense and make them bring more into exactly. the box to respect the run. It also brings balance to the offense, and I don't care who you are. you got to have somewhat of a balanced attack on offense. Yeah. And and finally, um, it helps Max Johnson out, and that's what you exactly. you got to help Max out. Because we – I think we had negative 10 rushing yards at halftime. Jesus. And that wasn't even, I think three, I think it was like three rushes for negative 10 yards. Most of that, we were getting one and two yards a pop, but they were sack yards. Mm, Yep. Mm. So I kind of want to, I don't want this uh, to drag on too much here in the college football segment because we have a lot more to get into today. Excuse me. Well, before before we get off, go the ahead. Read some football, comments. I got to pull up the top twenty five for a second. Before we get off the college football, I do want to give a shout out to Zach saying, uh, "How about the game of the year yesterday? Vanderbilt versus UConn in the last second. Yeah, wrong. <laughs> that game was a good game. He's not wrong at all. And for Vanderbilt to come out on top against an extremely <clears throat> strong opponent." In the Connecticut Huskies. Let's get it. <laughs> <laughs> the Connecticut Huskies. Uh, so let's look at this. Um, let's look at the top 10 here. And I'm just going to name them off because sadly our technology is not advanced enough for me to put this in there, even though I probably could have. But uh, this is our top 10 as of yesterday. And I just kind of, I'm going to run through it one through 10. I'm going to do it kind of quickly um, and just say like what, what they did yesterday. So I'll name off the team. You guys just tell me what they did, and then we'll go from there. I got right, everything Al- pulled up. You're, you're good, man. All right. It was like three, eight, nine, ten, all lost. So Alabama. Win. Al- Big yep. win. Big win. Georgia. Win. Water Big man. win. Right? So, boom. One and two are the same. Oregon. Lost. lost. Stanford in overtime. Tough L. Penn State. Won. Won. Iowa. They won, won. Thursday or Friday night. Yeah. yeah. Oklahoma. Bye, right? No, they won. won. They won. They beat Oklahoma. Uh, they beat Kansas, Kansas State. State. Oh, should have lost. Should have lost, but won. <laughs> Don't we say that every week about Oklahoma now, Marcus? Yeah. Yes. Jeez. Yes. Jeez. When did the Big Twelve become about defense? Yeah. That's a, what a point. Whenever a they point. found out Texas and Oklahoma was moving on, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, Cincinnati, a big time win, and they're going to be headed to the Big Twelve here in the future too. So. Watch out for Cincinnati and the the trending of the program here in the yeah, future. Absolutely, and I uh, I want to talk about that for is it Luke Fickle is that their coach? Yeah. Uh, yep. What a, what an incredible job he's been able to do because he's proven like it's not a it's not a one to two year fluke. Now that program has been pretty solid for the last three years, and it doesn't matter what you think of Notre Dame, like what your opinion on Notre Dame is. Anytime you could take a team like that and go into South Bend, Indiana, mm-hmm. and beat Notre Dame. That's that's incredible because that does not happen. That, and Notre Dame hasn't looked overly strong this year, but they've done the key thing, which is win four ball games. And right, and yeah. yeah, it was Florida State, but that if Florida State wins that ball game, did the opposite happen? And maybe Notre Dame lose some games that they shouldn't have lost. Right. I mean, but you could take that and say, great point. Like no matter how bad Florida State is, it's the same situation. Like Notre Dame went into Tallahassee first game since the death of Bobby Bowden, mm-hmm. first game of the year, stadium's full, 80,000 fans under the lights, prime time Sunday night and beat FSU in overtime. Yep. Like no matter how bad FSU is, that's tough to do. 
That's tough because that place was packed. So Notre Dame, like, no, they haven't been really great. But, I mean, I would say besides Alabama and Georgia, who the hell has? Uh, Well, look, I mean, Ohio State is going to get some praise here, right? But they lost to Oregon, and they lost to Oregon ugly. Like, Oregon took control of that game. And then Oregon comes out and lose to Stanford. So Mm. now you just don't have any – there's no, well, this team beat this team and all of that stuff where it's all getting jumbled on us. And Mm -hmm. so really we only have the way to look at it and be like, well, look at what Alabama and Georgia are doing and then kind of look at everybody else. It's kind of like I said in the the group chat. You, They're just showing Georgia – that Georgia-Arkansas game should have been closer Mm -hmm. were it not for some mental lapses. On and to start out the game, going down 21-0 against that defense, there's no coming back from that. Arkansas was better than what they performed yesterday, mm. in my opinion. Oh, okay. Arkan- you're saying Arkansas is better. Yes, than- they, are okay. be- they are better than what they performed yesterday. Not saying they should have won, but they're- that game alone shows the disparity between the elite college football teams and the good college football I'm with you to the point of saying that Arkansas I I really did expect Arkansas to stick within those 17 and a half points yes with these two with these two programs of Bama and Georgia if they keep doing as well as they are uh the SEC championship will basically mean nothing when it comes to the college football playoffs because whoever loses will still be in the top four yeah I agree there and and they honestly at this point the way that it's looking they could honestly go in they play the sec championship and still be one of the teams take a loss and still be number one and two when it comes to the college football playoff yeah like if georgia were to lose to bama they might drop from two to three if bama loses they'll drop from one to two so either way they're still going to be in it there's i mean who, who would you you can't take them out everybody else is playing like dog shit this year yeah there's no denying they're the top two teams not and, even close. But real quick, I do got to say one thing before we get off of Cincinnati and Notre Dame completely is thank you to Cincinnati for all of college football fans to yeah. keep Notre Dame out of that playoff yeah. essentially <laughs> and not have to go through one more of those yes. uh, nasty playoff losses. And, and th- that was just so huge for Desmond Ritter and his Heisman chances there. It, um, and also former Alabama running back Jerome Ford getting the job done. But I really like what you said to start this whole thing off with, with Luke Fickle and the job that he's done. It hasn't been Fickle at all. <laughs> it hasn't been Fickle. Fickle! All right. Uh, Arkansas took a big L. Notre Dame took a big L. Florida took a big L. That's your. That's the rest of your top 10, 8, 9, 10. Um, Ole Miss took a t- took an L. They're sitting at twelve. Ohio State's at eleven. They won. So you're pretty much looking at a scenario here where your top four: Alabama, Georgia, Penn State, Iowa, and then you very well have could have Cincinnati jump Oklahoma here. Um, I think so. I, mean, I, I think it's deserved. I mean, Cincinnati beat a top ten team. Oklahoma almost lost to Kansas State. They deserve Alabama. it. Alabama should have lost to Kansas State. Alabama should have lost, or I'm sorry, Oklahoma. <laughs> sorry, Alabama almost lost. Where's I don't my think, sister? Get her in here. I don't think that's a thing we're gonna have to say again this year. Alabama almost lost. Um, Zach does bring up a couple good points. He says Oklahoma does play Texas next week. Yep. So that Not worried that, about that. That will be the that. I like Texas in that one. Texas lose to TCU yesterday. No, Texas no. ended up getting the job. They, they, they ended up winning? Won. Yeah. Okay. And then uh, he also said, don't sleep on Iowa. They're 5-0. and 
got a good football team up there. And then he also asked the question, did that game by Luke Fickle yesterday get USC the job, get the USC job? If he wants it, but I would – I mean, is is USC a more prestigious program than Cincinnati right now? Right now? Outside of – if we just look at the football programs, no. Cincinnati is kind of the more desirable place to be. And then also when talking about a guy like Luke Fickle, he's a Midwest guy. Now, could he go to the West? to take on that program and kind of rebuild it, kind of do what he did with Cincinnati. There's an absolute chance of that, and it kind of would raise his notoriety, if you will, but you're taking this Cincinnati program on the precipice of moving to the Big 12, and you could, at this point in time, looking at it, Texas and Oklahoma on their way out, you could be the dominant force in the Big 12. So I don't know yeah. if you'd want to leave that at this point in time. But did it did it raise some eyebrows over there at SC definitely. for sure looking at them? Yeah, no doubt about it. I, w- I would say that. Like, it would definitely uh, make the USC people go, ooh, okay, like, they're, that might be our guy over there. And I'd throw the kitchen sink at him if I was them. I'm not saying, like, they shouldn't go after him. I'm just – I don't know. I mean, if I had to choose between living in Cincinnati and living in L.A., even being a Reds fan, I <laughs> kind of seems <laughs> – pretty redundant right like, right that's you're stupid, going to la stupid question i'm going to la cincinnati's a shithole but um <laughs> sorry if anybody gets mad you know it's true um you know it's true. <laughs> i'm a reds fan i've been there it's it sucks yeah, there's, there's not a whole lot going up i mean up there but it, it, as far as with you mentioning the programs um Good chili though. Good chili. I, I don't. I don't know. USC don't just. I, USC is just years away from anything close to what Cincinnati is doing right now. Like they don't. They're not even getting any votes for a top twenty-five ranking. Like nothing. And hmm. the pack. The pack ten right now. There's nothing exciting going pack on about 10, it anymore. Maybe we in the twenty tens. Pack ten. <laughs> pack twelve. Pack twelve. I mean, might as well call it the pack ten. <laughs> yeah, might as right. well. I mean, there's there's we'll no teams. The pack, in- the pack three. The pack, yeah, the pack three. I mean, two pack, the two pack. <laughs> there's nothing exciting going on anymore over there. No, not at all. I mean, honestly, well, we were really excited for Oregon. Wasn't everybody really? Yeah, excited dude. For Oregon I, after taking out Ohio State. That's another thing. I may have said that last week on the show. Like, I, I think I thought Oregon was like the runaway third best team in college football. Mm-hmm. Like now, obviously, the separation from one to two is big. Now, the separation right. from two to three is even bigger. Yeah. Um. I thought Oregon was definitely that team. I mean, same situation, same thing as I said about Notre Dame and Florida State, like going into Ohio State and getting a win. No matter that, that don't matter, man. That's mm-hmm. that's huge, regardless. But now, oh, I don't know. Ohio State could be sneaking their way back into the into the conversation as well. Oh, they oh, are. Boy. They're sneaking their way into, yeah. and they're not even sneaking. They're doing it kind of loudly. And if they take care of Michigan at the end of the year, I, I see this team with one loss because they've already had that one shortcoming, right? So we're not going to see a Purdue team or someone else like that kind of sneak up on them and have that loss that really hurts their season. I think that they're right. over and past that. So if they take care of Michigan, which I'm still on Michigan, on I don't want to say the bandwagon, but I still think that Michigan can take down Ohio State this year. But you're looking at them getting better and better each week. So it's it's looking like Alabama, Georgia, Ohio State, and then the fourth team is going to be up for grabs. Is it going to be an undefeated Cincinnati team, or could Oklahoma get one loss and sneak their way in? Who knows? So we got a long season left to go, and and the only thing that we're looking at at this point right now is who's going to be three and four. Yeah, I I, I mean, I, unless Georgia has a stumble, because Alabama's not going to have one. Um, unless Georgia has a stumble, Alabama. I mean, it, I mean, the game at Auburn's in Tuscaloosa this year, right? 
Auburn game? Or is I it in Brian Denny? I believe we're in, we're or, in Auburn this year. It's Jordan Hare. It's Jordan Hare. Jordan Hare is how they pronounce Jordan it. Hare. Yeah. Jordan Hare. Yeah. Jordan. Jordan. Oh, Jordan. Going that game will be to, clo- that, that game will be a lot closer in Auburn. They'll they'll only win by forty two over there. Yeah, that's why I said yes. <laughs> that's like what uh, somebody true. said about. Hey, if they were in Arkansas, they'd only, they'd only win by thirty. Yeah. Oh God, so, poor Arkansas. They played them the week before they go to Auburn. Oh, going, oh God. Going back to going back to Luke Fickle, maybe going to USC. Uh, Chef Chris says USC is a better job. You ain't winning a ship ever at Cincinnati. Mm, who's closer right now right right now cincinnati is way close i mean they're i mean they're five miles ahead like as of right now cincinnati i mean i would have to like really i didn't have time to like lay this out last night but looking at these other teams cincinnati might be my number four cincinnati might be my number three Mm -hmm. i probably have penn state number three whoop whoop we got a shout out from Mr. Kenny Wright saying, "Good morning, boys." <laughs> Good morning. What up, pops? What, what morning, up, pops? pops? Oh, speaking of Kenny Wright, we might as well go ahead and make this our transition point to the next segment of the show. Marcus and Drew, f up your fantasy team. Take it over, boys. <laughs> got, two, got two questions on here, Marcus. Okay, already. So we got Barrett Barrett Townsend saying, "Should I start OJ Howard tonight since Gronk is out?" Hell no. OJ Howard is not going to get any love. No way. <laughs> okay. So it's Cameron Brake tonight. Maybe start him. No, 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 no. <laughs> Maybe start him. <laughs> I, I don't anticipate um, OJ getting getting a lot of love. Uh, I, I believe, I mean, this is kind of anti-climatic with how the, the Bucks are going to do. But after after Brady and company put up at least 28 on on the Patriots, they'll just run the ball a ton. Um, I expect to see a lot of Mike Evans and a lot and Chris Godwin and Antonio Brown. You know the usual th- the trifecta over there doing their thing. Um, you'll probably see OJ Howard a lot out a, a lot more for like running plays, or he might get a pass here and there, but nothing that I w- that would make me say start OJ Howard tonight. Uh, another question from Derek Page saying. Uh, Will Jonathan Taylor perform well today coming off a banged-up knee? No. Mm, who are they playing? Today? They, they, play the, they play the Dolphins, right? Yes. I I like uh, Naheem Hines over Jonathan Taylor today. Uh, Naheem Hines did very well last week, um, even in a limited role. And I think because Jonathan Taylor is health, I think they're going to limit Jonathan Taylor. And if the if, – uh, the wave is fan- is good with Naheem Hines. You'll see him probably out there sixty five percent of the snaps. I well, think uh, so. Let me just jump in real quick because I'm playing Derek today in our fantasy football league. So Derek, go ahead and start Jonathan Taylor. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and uh, Mr. Kenny Wright is asking for Marcus. Who do I start, Kyler Murray or Jalen Hurts? Ooh, that's a good uh, a, one today. I'm gonna. I'll say start Jalen Hurts. See, that's what I told him too. I, yeah. Jalen's Jalen playing Hurts, that weak KC secondary. Mm-hmm. Jalen Hurts is playing a terrible Kansas City secondary, and well, I well, mean awful. Well, let me ask you this though, Marcus, and you can answer this too, Drew. I know you need to answer some questions. You're just sitting there like a stump. <laughs> hey, I'm here. You're a beautiful stump. You're though. a beautiful stump. Beautiful stump. <laughs> like, appreciate it. Appreciate like the, it. You're like the giving tree. 
Um, like when to... it got cut down at the end, and he still sat on it. Just trying to, <laughs> just trying to do my job over here, big dog. Spo spoiler alert: If nobody's read that book, <laughs> oh shit, it's a long hey, one. I just ordered it. My bad, guys. <laughs> uh, we'll be doing a write-on review of the Giving Tree right here. Yep. Um, so, so Marcus, is that and Drew? Is that is that start being uh, Jalen Hurts over Kyler Murray? Is that more about who Jalen Hurts is playing, or more about who Kyler Murray is playing? It's Kyle's about playing that Rams defense. Good point. It's about I, oh, what, I mean, that's tough, man. Because I was, I mean, I that's to me, it's a no brainer. Jalen over Kyler this week, to, but it's hard to, to because Kyler is well, he's like top three scoring, top three uh, scoring in quarterbacks, right? Um, but the thing is, is division games are always a lot tougher to judge. The Rams have a have the best corner in the NFL, and Jalen Ramsey, um, which. Hot take, I guess hot take, whatever. Uh, I am sitting DeAndre Hopkins this week. Hmm. That might, oh man, that's tough. Every, that's, see, that's every, a tough every, every matchup between Ramsey and, and Hop, every single one, DeAndre has never eclipsed 100 yards in his, against that matchup, ever. Never, ever, ever. So Jaylen I'm Ramsey's sitting. only uh, ever given up one a 100 yard game one time in his life. Exactly. So okay. that right get, there get the, tells get me the Florida State dildo out of your mouth. They're they're <laughs> oh, not Jesus. <laughs> hey, look, just because Bo Nix ran on you guys last night does not mean you have to. You know, on the basketball. Oh, yep. Yeah, okay. Hey, we're Will on. The hey, we're on the softball. Uh, we're on the softball. <laughs> coming off that. Uh, coming off that incredible performance against Georgia State, I can't believe Bo Nix played that well against LSU. <laughs> <laughs> to, uh, answer but, your, to answer your question, since we're off of college football, it's more about <laughs> it's more about Jalen Hurts. More about who Jalen Hurts is playing because yes, I think that uh, Cardinals Rams game is going to be as much as I want to say low scoring. I think with those two offenses, it ends up being a little bit more high scoring than what you might anticipate from a divisional game. Uh, uh, high thirties, low forties, somewhere in there, and just that god awful secondary from from Kansas City. I think J Kyler has a higher floor, but Jalen has a higher ceiling. Mm. And I'd that, agree with that. And that's and that's what you need. You don't need someone who's like, well, okay, I'll start him because he's going to give me 20. No, you need to start Jalen because he might get you 30, 35 against yeah. his secondary. Yeah. And he's yet to score under 22 this year. So, I mean, that's pretty good for a fantasy quarterback regardless. Exactly. All right, my turn. I got a question for you boys. Okay. All right, so I picked up Chubba Hubbard in our league oh, this you week. bastard. Oh, my yeah. God. I was number two on the waiver wire, and I was like, oh, I feel like a genius. Should, <laughs> should have, that's what happens. Up, but, yeah. Should have picked up Tim Patrick or Westbrook from the uh, – Yeah, but when you need a running back, you I need, need a running back. <laughs> I need running back. Westbrook, the, the receiver from Tennessee. Yeah. Westbrook Aquina. Fellas, as soon as I saw that notification, I snagged him in all of our leagues ASAP. Yeah. <laughs> but go ahead with Everyone. your question. All right. My question is, do I start Chubba Hubbard against Dallas, or do I maybe slide Gaskin in against – Indianapolis, which I think is probably my last option right now. I don't, I don't, I don't think that's actually an option. Uh, so between these two, Chubba Hubbard against Dallas or Clyde Edwards-Hilaire against Philly? Chubba, hundred percent. Because Hilaire had a good game last week, but that was still only fifteen points. One good game out of what three? Out of seventeen. Yeah, but do we really know what's going to happen career. with with Chubba this week? Yeah. You that, know what I mean? Like, you can I, definitely get your 12, 13 points, bare minimum, out of Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, 
or you could get a monster game out of Chubb. What do you think, Marcus? Okay, so let's look at the situation last year when Christian McCaffrey went down for what was it, six weeks? Yeah, Mike, Mike and Davis. Mike and Mike and Mike Davis was the guy. Mike Davis during that scoring format was ranked the sixth best running back in PPR, number six. Chuba Hubbard is better right now than Mike Davis is. Somebody's got to get the volume that's there. Dallas does not have a good te- uh, defense. They don't. I'll say it every week until they prove me wrong, even though they said Trayvon Diggs is the NFC player of the month for defense. Don't know how, don't know why. The point is, Dallas doesn't have a good defense. I feel confident in starting Chuba Hubbard. If you have him, I'd start him every week until they announce that Christian McCaffrey is 100% and will be back and be the starter again. Somebody like, has to get the volume. That's that's a good take. I'll, I'll second that. That's a good take. I know that's a very easy way out of that question, but that's a... 100% great take. Yeah, fair enough. I like it. I so, like it. Derek also, Derek Page is also asking, should I start Beasley against Houston or Hollywood Brown against Denver? Selfishly, go Hollywood. <laughs> I'm just saying, you don't start a you, you don't start a Baltimore Raven wide receiver. That just throw that out the window. And Cole Beasley, Beasley. Oh. Cole Beasley's the yellow mind, the yellow line man, you know what I mean? I mean, you got to go Cole Beasley right there. Yeah. Yeah, you're, it's it's against Houston, which is trying to be the number one pick, and Denver, who I mean, yes, they're three and zero against the uh, uh, three teams who are combined zero and nine with a head coach who likes to be with uh, with other people besides his wife. That's beside the point. But the thing is, is that uh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> what'd you say? An that's an urban myth. Oh, it's an urban myth. Oh, I apologize about that. But no, I Cole Beasley, Cole Beasley, a lot Buddy. more. Oh, that's, I hope that's not what my wife's saying right now. I'm here changing diapers <laughs> while you're doing a sports show, buddy. <laughs> buddy. <laughs> oh, my God. Urban Meyer, you freaking idiot. Oh, man. I love it, man. Florida um, State off yeah. an 0-4 start. We go and we beat Syracuse. <laughs> Urban Meyer after an 0-4 start. Well, you guys beat the – oh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so a couple a couple starts I want to mention. I know that people haven't uh, asked these questions. Um, with the recent addition or the, uh, the update of both A.J. Brown and Julio Jones listed out today, um, if you're able to grab them or if you, you did grab them, I would start Westbrook Akine this today. They're playing the Jets. Um, the fact that somebody has to, again, Tannehill has to throw the ball. He's not Derrick Henry's not running the ball fifty-five times today. Could he? Sure. Please. No. no. He's <laughs> Will he? Team, please. Will he? <laughs> stop. No. You'll kill him. That man built. <laughs> yeah. That's I, I feel like I'll stop. You'll kill him. <laughs> that man built but, different. <laughs> but he, but um, the uh, the coaching staff at Tennessee was very impressed with how with how Westbrook did last week, and they said, uh, from what I've been reading, is going to be the number one guy there today. And the Jets secondary, it's the Jets, so I don't expect very much out of that. And then, um, as our boy uh, RJ has stated and pretty much repeated over and over and over to us, Tim Patrick against the Ravens today. I, I like this matchup a lot. Um, Tim Patrick's been doing very well since Jerry Judy's out. I actually slid him into the flex over a guy that I said I'm sitting in DeAndre Hopkins today. Mm. That's Man, how much I bold. believe in. Our, it's bold, but hey, sometimes you got to take those chances. I just, I mean, I agree with you. I, I'm definitely, I definitely think he has a rough outing mm. today, but it's like in my mind, 
D-Hop is on that short list of people that I think would never be on my bench. And unless you match up against Jalen Ramsey 100% of the game. Well, yeah, I thought, I, yeah. Going into this year, I thought that about Saquon Barkley, too. There's only two, there's only two situations yeah. or scenarios where I'm benching my star player is if your if your receiver is 100% matched up against Jalen Ramsey or if your running back is playing against the Tampa Bay front seven. Yeah, I I love that take right there. We saw and, and we've seen Zeke slow down in the last couple of years, but that really hurt his value because everyone was expecting him to come out and put a big game out. And what people I, I think failed to realize was how good of a job he did protecting their quarterback, Dak Prescott, in that game against the yeah. Bucks. But it hurt his fantasy value for sure. Yeah, 100%. there's only there's only two quarterback or two running backs that would start against him, and that's CMC and probably Alvin Kamara. I mean, Derrick Henry probably wouldn't even put up 55 yards against this team. And they would run him enough to probably get him, you know, 70 or so. But And, and then another one I would throw in, a healthy Dalvin Cook would do fine against that defense, I believe. Uh, Maybe. Keyword is healthy. You're right. Maybe. <laughs> I think I the only reason I say it's a maybe is because um, as long as this game is before before 4:30 at Eastern Time, Captain Kirk will throw the ball a lot and do well. If it's <laughs> if it's Sunday night, uh, this whole offense might as well just be under bench. Old Kirky. All right, boys. I think we got a chance to get out of here uh, in an hour, right? An hour show. So yeah, I like that. Drew. Let's let's. Uh, I'm going to send this over to you. Pull up the NFL schedule, and I'm going to. Uh, you already got it written down. Okay, you've already got it laid out. Good Let's job. uh David, welcome to the chat, by the oh, way. Oh yeah, man. Welcome it's been great. Chat. Uh I mean the rumor's still out on Nick Gurley. We'll see if he ever comes back. He doesn't like us. <laughs> Maybe he's starting to write on network or Gurley on network over in Germany. I don't know. Gurley so, welcome to the Rights on Network with Nick Gurley today. <laughs> today we talk about our favorite team, Bayern Munich, and we talk about soccer over here. <laughs> going soccer on us oh my goodness that was we good, talk Mark. about the that champions was... league <laughs> that was i love it a little scary but, but but especially with the haircut yeah i think i think i, I think so <laughs> jesus <laughs> okay all right dear god before we get uh before we get canceled Speaking of which, um, uh, sorry, I want to plug a couple things for the network here real quick. Yes, sir. Um, and then we're going to go on to our final segment here, which is our picks for the week. Uh, hey, guys, like I know a lot of people are not sports fans, so we have more than sports. I know the like I know the the sports podcast slash sports show was our very first thing. It was our baby. It was, uh, you know, the, the very first thing Marcus and I started. And I'm very happy to have you here now, by the way, because it just feels right. Feels right on, bro. It feels good. <laughs> but uh, all right, let's switch this. Where, to me. Where's my badumps over here? <laughs> oh God, you're gonna make me work. Yes, I'm trying to be uh, genuine over here, and you're gonna make me do some damn work. Rim shot. Oh, oh Jesus. Rim Turn shot. A little bit. <laughs> Rim shot. Rim shot. That does it. <laughs> Rim shot. Like right. a right. job or a shot today. <laughs> <laughs> bring it back. Oh, all right. Let's bring it back. Let's reel it in a little bit, boys. All right. Um, no. So we have much more than sports. If you go to our Right On Network YouTube channel and subscribe, click turn on the notifications. Um, you'll get the sports show live every Sunday, which we have a lot more coming. I'm like, oh boy, we got oh, a lot more yeah. coming. Um, we're so we're gonna fixing to be doing some more stuff for the Right On Sports stuff. 
And also we have Nerd Culture Undisputed, which dives into the world of comic culture. Like we we uh, go see the comic book movies. You know, we just uh, we just dropped a spoiler-free review of uh, Venom: Let There Be Carnage, uh, which was an absolutely good movie. I'm not oh, going to use the word great, but it was an absolutely good movie. That was my favorite villain growing up. Carnage. I don't know who Carnage is, but Venom. <laughs> Venom. <laughs> oh, no. The, There's a reason I'm not on the, the MCU podcast. <laughs> so listen, I mean, but we, we do all we do all the reviews of the Star Wars, Marvel, DC stuff. Uh, we're trying to venture out a little bit more into uh, some other stuff, but go check that out, Nerd Culture Undisputed. We just had a brand new show drop this week, um, the Cancel Us podcast with Rachel Sloan and James Harris. James, uh... <laughs> yeah, there's a little there's a little plug for them. Uh, that they're they're hilarious. It's a it's a man and a woman just arguing about different things. Like this week, they did an episode talking about what's the best Disney movie, best soundtracks, and it was just they have a great dynamic, and we're very happy to have them on here. And if you're if you're not in the sports, I don't, number one, why are you watching? But thank you for your support. <laughs> no, wow. stay, stay, stay. We want you. No, wow. please stay. Please stay. <laughs> Well, I mean, I'm talking to the non-sports fans, but everybody yeah. on here is probably a sports fan, like a dumbass. My bad. <laughs> but I'm just going to keep going. If Who's you're, the dumbass? Me. The, me. Oh, okay, okay. But l- listen, if you're not a sports <laughs> fan, you'll you'll still you, – you have stuff to listen to on the yeah. Right On Network. We have options for you, and we have many more coming. But uh, the sports stuff, we're expanding. We're growing. I mean, as you guys know, we've got the Fantasy Football Podcast. It's not great advice, but it's advice – Man, um, it, it's I, I'll take that all day. Valid, <laughs> valid. <laughs> These dudes do a really good job keeping it going every week. Um, and now we just added RJ to the mix with them, trying to trying to build a little chemistry between those three boys. Uh, great episode this past week, by the way. Great episode. Appreciate it. Um, and then of course, we've if you're a wrestling fan, we've got the Right on Squared Circle. Go check that podcast out. We got a, a bit, couple local wrestlers stepping into the studio this week for a live interview. Uh, we're going to be chatting it up with them. Scott and Dan do a great job on that show. So go check out that one as well. It's anywhere you can get your podcasts. A lot of stuff going on here at the Right On Network. Um, but definitely go subscribe to the YouTube channel because we have a lot more coming. So let's close this bitch out. Let's do some picks for this week. So we'll do this uh, the normal way. Drew, you call out the game. Uh, we'll go We'll go Marcus first. Then we'll go Dave. And then I'm going to uh, kind of give a short take on the game. Yeah. And I mean, everybody can do that if you want to, but I'm just gonna, like, I get, I give a little bit of a detailed answer when I go. So, I got you. if you do give a detailed answer, you know, don't give too many details. So <laughs> yeah, that we don't take them all. Yeah. So we, gotcha. yeah, or so we don't do five minutes per game. Gotcha. Washington, Atlanta. Marcus, I don't Ooh. know if you were paying attention there. No, I, yeah, I yeah, gonna... no. I was about to. I was gonna ask, did anybody with the Thursday night game? Did anybody have any? It was anybody gonna pick Jacksonville? <laughs> I actually, I, yep. I would have picked. I did pick Jacksonville. I picked did you? Cincy. Yeah, yeah I, I picked I'd Jacksonville. Pick I picked Cincinnati. I thought. Um, I thought that that was the game. To be honest, I so I'm, I did. I did pick Jacksonville. But. I'm going. I'm going Washington. Easy money. Give me the football team. Yeah, I think the defense is uh, de- definitely stepping up over there. Atlanta's having a hard time this year scoring any points. Um, I'll take Washington. Washington. Okay. I do hope though that. Uh, that Calvin Ridley can get his ass open today somehow. Yeah, especially for those fantasy owners out Jeez, there in the man. world. Him and Kyle Pitts. Oh my god, dude. Kyle oh, Pitts yeah. is the, they they're using number one, they're using him wrong. And he's not he's just not fast off the line of scrimmage, man. He's not a receiver. They got to line him up a tight end. So what you're saying is is picking him four was overrated. Yeah. 
Yeah, oh, 100%. yeah. Okay, I like that. Yeah. Texans, Bills. Oh, Bills. Bills. Bills by <laughs> Bills by 21. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I like him by 21, at least, and let's keep the uh, the MVP-type statistics rolling for Josh Allen. Yeah. Yep. Cowboys, Panthers. Ooh. Better game than people think. Give me the give me my home my homer pick, man. Give me the homers. I, I I'm gonna go with Dallas in this case, and I don't want to take too much up here, but I, I'm loving what the Panthers and Sam Darnold are doing. But being that they're three and zero here, and the Cowboys two and one, and they had that tough game against the Buccaneers, I, I'm gonna go with Cowboys in Jerry's world today. Yeah, I mean, if it's in Carolina, I think I have a different pick. But since it's in Dallas, and uh, I mean, Dallas is kind of red hot right now. Uh, on the offensive side of the ball, especially with Zeke shitting the bed all season. So, yeah, I'll, I'm going to take Dallas. I've got to stick with the Panthers. Riding the Sam Darnold train. Their defense has been really good this year. Yeah. Yep. Great. Are you riding the Darnold train because you have a fantasy football multiple He just leagues? wants to feel like not an idiot for not trading him. <laughs> No. Jalen Hurts. No. If you look how he's played, Sammy D. If you look how he's played, he's proving it was not a Sam Darnold problem in New York. It was a Jets problem. You can't, oh. I mean, it's the if, same. Uh, it's, no, it's an Adam CMC, Gase problem. If CMC and JC Horn were active, this game would be a lot closer, I think. Yeah. Well, CJ Henderson coming in, but then doesn't know the defense to the full extent at this point in time. Mm-hmm. So. And hasn't really been great anyway, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. so now you're you're coming in as a maybe a mediocre corner to a new scheme. Sometimes that helps that, that the change of scenery, yeah, yeah, and then getting away from a college yeah. team in the Jacksonville Jaguars right yeah, now, which no, essentially yeah, no, is. I that's think fair. Urban's trying to run them like that, and then headed up to Carolina where you know Matt Rule is doing a. a Heck of a job right now. Oh, I mean, God. look what it's done for Jalen Ramsey. He was a great corner and uh Jacksonville. in Jacksonville, but now he's he gets away from Jacksonville. And listen, guys, it's not stretching to say that Jalen Ramsey might be the best coverage corner we've ever seen in the game. And I think something that helps him is when he was at Jacksonville, he was you know, that was the guy on the defense, really. Yeah. You know well, that I mean? defense was also the best defense in the NFL for 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 years. Yeah. yeah, when they had Calais Campbell and uh, Telvin Smith. I Yannick mean, this was Ngakwe, literally Ngakwe, yep. this was a, a almost AJ uh, Boye. This, this was literally a fingertip catch away from uh, the the Jags being in the AFC Championship game. After you know, from, at once they lost to Pittsburgh. You remember that? Like, I thought I thought they did go to the AFC. Yeah, I think that was in the AFC Championship game. It was to the Patriots. Yeah, they lost they, to the Pats in the AFC title. Oh yeah, they, okay. It was against the Patriots, so they they were a fingertip catch away from being in the Super Bowl, which yeah. you could argue was still incomplete to this day. Yeah, like no, yeah, absolutely. It was, they... just, it was just the fact that like that's how close that's how close yeah, they were. caught it, and now yeah. they've lost nineteen straight. God, I hate that rule. All right, what we got? Lions, Bears. Oh, oh my! Give me <laughs> Detroit. Hey, give um, me Detroit this week. Chicago doesn't even know who's under center. So I, I'll they're take They're going De- Justin Fields. They're going Fields today. Yeah, mm. Fields. Okay, so I, Justin Fields might have six yards passing today. Bravo. Let's go, boys. <laughs> hey, D- hey, Detroit gonna, right here. I, I think that Detroit Detroit's finding a rhythm now. Too. I think that uh, they're starting to find a rhythm of running the ball. Uh, DeAndre Swift looked pretty good. Jamal Williams looking, looking a lot better. Uh, Jared Goff doesn't have to force the ball to his – subpar awful receivers um yeah give, give me lines by uh by seven 
Nagy has screwed up this whole process for the Chicago Bears this year and is saying he was going to start with Dalton and then work in Justin Fields. It hasn't went that way. And, yeah, there's a little injury problem. But when you come out in week four and you're saying, I don't know who's going to be the starting quarterback coming in week three, the Lions <laughs> yeah. are going to be biting kneecaps today. Yeah, I think um, Campbell's. <laughs> I think Justin Fields gets Matt Nagy a little closer to getting fired by standing in the pocket like a freaking statue, making Matt Nagy look a little bit worse than he is. Taking that team to the playoffs twice now in the one of the toughest divisions in football. Let's not let's not blame Matt Nagy too much that Justin Fields was holding the ball for way too long. Nine sacks. How much of that can really go on the O line? Um, give me the Lions to win that game. Holy shit! Are we all picking the Lions here? I'm going Bears. Good. <laughs> Someone has to. Somebody bumps out on the Bears and Lions game. That's no bueno. <laughs> Miami Colts. Oh, this one's actually a really close game just because uh, it's in Miami. You know what? I'll take the Dolphins. So I'll, I'll take I'll take the Dolphins. Jacoby Brissett's looking a lot better. This is this is against his former team. Um, Carson Wentz just doesn't look that great. And I think this might be a low. This might be a low score game. I, I maybe sixteen thirteen, sixteen ten. Um, that's fair. I but I think you'll see the Colts run the ball a lot better after they realize that the that the Dolphins secondary is just going to probably pick Carson off at least twice. Um, but and I, I don't know. I mean, because this it's this could go either way. I, I'll, I'll take the fence. It's so hard for me here. I want to see the Colts get up, or not that I want to see the Colts get off the Schneider, but I I believe they're a better team than zero and three. Yeah, and I believe that the Dolphins are a better team than one and two right here, especially with a tough loss to Las Vegas. But I'm going to go with the Fins at the house here, just because I don't believe in thirty pounds of tape on Carson Wentz's yeah. ankles. Yep, I think that's fair. Um, I'm taking Miami this week. I think this is the first time I've picked Miami on the show. Um, I just think it's. Jacoby Brissett, for some reason, the offense moves a little bit better with a quarterback like Brissett um, or Ryan Fitzpatrick who could throw the ball downfield, and that's not too attack of Iloa's strength. Um, and when you got guys like Will Fuller and Jalen Waddell, you definitely want to try to get the ball downfield. I think that happens a little bit today, and I think Miami forces three turnovers, one of which being a uh, scoop and score. I, poor Carson Wentz, man. It, there's, um, there's one thing you don't want to be against the Dolphins' defense because they're not – I think they're the best defense in the NFL. That's just me. Um, you do not want to be a pocket passing quarterback. They will eat his freaking lunch today. If this True. game was if this game was last week, I'd take the Colts. But with how Miami looked last week, got screwed. By the way, they should be two and one. With how they looked last week, give me Miami. I don't agree okay. normally on those kind of calls. Um, saying, oh, we would have won. Or in that case, though, the pass <laughs> yeah, that was on exactly. Will Fuller. I mean, you put him on the one-yard line with the game to go. They would have won that game. Yeah, you're talking first and goal from the one-yard line. Miami's getting in. However, in my eliminator challenge, I had the Raiders winning that game, so I absolutely <laughs> needed them to do that. Great call, refs. Screw you, man. <laughs> uh, this one's kind of interesting, just based on how last week went for one of these teams. Uh, Browns-Vikings. Oh, man. I go this back is and a, forth on this one. How are we looking on Dalvin Cook's status? Good to go. Uh, He's going yeah, today. Da, yeah, Dalvin looks Vikings. good. Oh, man. I want Minnesota. I, I'll take, I'm taking the Vikings. I, I got to stick with what I said earlier, that if Kirk, if Captain Kirk plays before 4 o'clock in the afternoon, he's, he's usually money. 
That's fair. <laughs> I hope that you're not right about that, Marcus. Just for the the fact that I'm going with Cleveland in this game and going back and forth, but I, I'm almost starting to believe the hype in Cleveland is real with that defense that they've got going. Nasty. Um, so I think that'll be the difference today, the defense. I went with them last week. I got to stick with them this week because I love the tan those two wide receivers. Captain Kirk is playing his best ball. Got to go with the Vikings here. Damn, three out of four for the Vikes. Didn't see that one coming. What a huge draft pick Justin Jefferson was for, for yes. them to replace Stephon Diggs like that. I mean, he, absolutely amazing. I don't think you were ever going to, like, quote-unquote, replace, replace right. that, 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 that locker room leadership of Stephon Diggs. But you've definitely gotten pretty close to replacing the production. Yeah, exactly. I'm just saying that um, the – the GM for the Eagles needs to be fired ASAP for taking J for taking Jalen Reader over Justin Jefferson. What a no, there's not one person in the nation that thought that was a good pick, except for maybe <laughs> Jalen Rieger's parents. <laughs> <laughs> Moving and on, Jalen himself. I think, right? I think maybe not. I think uh, <laughs> that's, listen, what? You serious? That's a smart kid. I don't think he's. Um, that I dumb. think we could skip these two guys. Uh, New Orleans at. The or yeah, the Saints New Orleans, versus the, New York. Yeah, Giants. can we skip that one? As far as we're all picking the Saints, I'm assuming. I'm Saints. Yeah, Every, I'm Saints. everybody picking the uh, Titans. Titans hey, over but, Jets. Titans yeah. over Jets. It's yeah, a little take... bit more interesting than it should be. Well, I mean, obviously because of the injuries. Yeah, but... Derrick Henry might break the break the rushing record for this one game today. Just saying, they're going to be able to stack the box today, man. I mean, even being the Jets, I think they're going to be able to stack the box. It's going to be a little bit more interesting. Today's going to have to be on Tannehill. Okay. Chiefs, Eagles. Oh, you know, man, must win. There's for the Chiefs. no, there is no way at all that Patrick Mahomes is going one and three. There is no way this will happen. No way. <laughs> what you got over there, Dave? Oh, Chiefs. Exactly what Marcus said. I don't even got to say anymore. There's no way they go one and three. If they do, AFC West is going to be the wild, wild west this year. Yeah. Um, I'm going to take the Chiefs as well. It's just, man, you got Patrick Mahomes back against the wall. Josh Gordon suiting up this week. Yeah, give me the Chiefs. Let's keep with the sweep and let's go for the Chiefs. I was yeah, waiting to I hear just... Eagles from Drew. I was waiting to hear Eagles. <laughs> no, no I, don't, I don't see it. No. Let's go Seahawks 49ers. Whew, what a Ooh. game. What a game. Same situation with Russ here. One and three is the... Uh, He's never lost three games in his career, back to back to back. Mm, that, ooh, geez. I'll keep I'll keep that trend going. He'll he won't lose three in a row. Give me the, give me the Hawks. All right, the 49ers have been dealing with some big time injuries in the running back room. I don't think that they've got those fixed, but I do know that they're twenty eight and nine now when Garoppolo's starting, and they looked really good against Green Bay. And they if they were to take Six to ten seconds off that clock there at the end of the game, they win the ball game. <laughs> it should 37 seconds with no timeouts should be enough. I'm changing my pick right now. I had the 49ers winning all the way up into this point. But with that statistic about Russell Wilson, first and foremost, and secondly, that you just you can't see the Seahawks losing another one, right? So let's go Seahawks to win this one. Pete Carroll's gonna let Russ cook today. He better. He's That's gonna fair. let Russ cook. 
Yeah, I'm going to take uh, Seattle as well. I think Jimmy Garoppolo, though, is getting some unfair heat over there just because of the Trey Lance pick. But Jimmy G's balling. Mm-hmm. Like when, when he's he, healthy? When he's healthy, that dude can ball, man. I, I like Trey Lance. I think that he's a good uh, weapon to get mixed into that offense because he can throw the ball. I like how they're using him. And I do, too. They're, they're using him in the exact perfect way. Yep. In the red zone, that change of pace, that, that running option. Yep. And he can throw the football. I mean, it's it's a really they got a good tandem over there. But Jimmy G gets too much hate. But Seattle wins this because they have to. Mm-hmm. Give me the 49ers. They even with all the injuries that they're dealing with, running back, corner, they still look good. They are playing well. Yeah, they still look good. Ravens, Broncos. Hmm. 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 Let me hold up real quick, I, uh, Mr. True Gorman. You missed the other four o'clock game today. Oh, we're coming back to it. Okay. All right. Um, this one, give me Denver. Denver. Okay. All right. So on this one, another tough one here. The Ravens looked good in their final minutes in the fourth quarter in the last two games. Um, but the Broncos haven't, they've got a 3-0 record. Haven't really beat anyone. Give me the Ravens in this game. Also, I want to point out, too, for fantasy football purposes, um, Lamar Jackson is my sit of the week at quarterback and running back. sound like Taysom Hill out there yeah also uh Taysom Hill can throw though you know you know who still hasn't thrown an interception this year oh god here we go Teddy Bridgewater yeah Teddy Bridgewater let's go if you didn't know we have a bet going for uh he that he he said he won't throw 10 interceptions I said he will so for every interception that he throws under 10 I got to give Drew 10 bucks. So right now I owe Drew $100 because he hadn't thrown one. For every interception over 10, he's got to give me five. Oh, okay. Which I should have gone 10. How did you land the better end of that deal, essentially? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, yeah. I mean, right now I owe him 100 bucks. I think he throws one today. I think the Ravens secondary is a little bit better than what they've played so far. It's easy to get lost in the sauce, like what what Marcus said earlier, combined 0-9 record between their three opponents so far. Uh, That's pretty easy to not throw a pick against. Um. Yeah, give me. Give, I'm gonna take the Ravens here. Lamar Jackson. Um, he's getting it done. I mean, it's pretty. He's playing really well this year. He's he's looking like he the best he's ever. He's the best he's ever looked, especially from the quarterback side of things. Like actually throwing the ball. If if he had a any kind of wide receiving core, he'd uh he'd be on fire right now. But Hollywood Brown dropped literally three cool. touchdowns last week. Yep. Um, and when you get an extra four seconds on the play clock, bro, it's hard to lose. So give me the Ravens. I'm going to go home and crack open a nice Miller Lite, sipping the high life. Give me mile high, baby. Yeah, they, they don't they don't pay to sponsor us. So that, you just gave them a free plug. Okay. Oh, there you go. Okay. You, see how I've got the, my you see how I've got the 23 flavor logo pointed away from the camera? <laughs> 23. Denver's my pick. Okay. And I'll say nothing about 23. <laughs> don't say shit about 23 players. It says 10, 2, 4, 16. What's That's that? when you drink What's them. that, Mike? What's, What's that, that Mike? Mike? <laughs> Steelers, Packers. Mm, horrible game. Give me Pack. Green Bay. Yep. I think Green Bay blows them out. Ben Roethlisberger just needs to, like, retire. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, did you guys watch any of the game last week when they were fourth and 10? This man decided to throw a screen pass to Najee Harris. <laughs> I did not catch a lot of that Steelers and Bengals game last week. With how many times Big Ben has thrown to Najee, I think he's got him in fantasy. My man had like 19 targets. I've got <laughs> Najee Harris in fantasy, so please, by all means, 
Keep throwing the ball. Keep dumping it to Najee Harris. I don't care if they lose by 30. Just keep throwing it to your only receiver because he don't he doesn't want to throw it to anybody else. Chase Claypool's out. Juju yep. Smith isn't Juju Smith. And Claypool's out. Deon- right? Yeah. Claypool. Yeah. Yeah, Claypool's, Claypool's, Claypool's out. out. Johnson's out. Oh, Deontay's out too as I well. Think so. Oh my goodness. I, I may be wrong, but I believe so. I've got a lot of things to fix here. Oh, I knew that about Claypool. Well. What about Antonio Gibson? Are we doing anything about his status today? I think he's um, good. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's Thank good. Yeah, I haven't I haven't heard, seen any injury report for him. He's, he's uh, I'll double check real quick. We we do have a uh, Lee Forrester giving us a shout out saying hating on my Steelers. Uh, so according so according what are you doing with, your, okay. with according your Steelers, to multiple, Lee? Yeah, according to uh, Rappaport, uh, he'll he will be suiting up. I guess okay, that's fine. Even if he only gets like six, seven points. Is it not ironic? Real quick before we get on to another one, though, how the Steelers started the season beating the Buffalo Bills and then have looked the way that they look afterwards. They made Buffalo look bad. Too. Yeah, yeah. Like Buffalo really and it was looked in like Buffalo. Crap. If I'm not yeah. mistaken, yeah. no, it was. Yeah. Wow. So this is just like last year. So <laughs> let's try to speed through a couple here. Get let's get to some crap. All we got is three ones. Yeah. Bucks Pats. Oh God, we can't. Oh beat come on, bro. I mean, Buccaneers. listen, it's an easy pick, right? It's an easy pick. Mm-hmm. I think – is everybody on Bucks? Come on now. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Well, I, I'm What's on the, the over yeah. on this, guys? 470 yards for Tom Brady. Under. <laughs> I, I mean, honestly, the the the, Pan, the Panthers, the Patriots defense is pretty solid, and I think it's going to be a fun game just because it is primetime on NBC. And the, But, man, have you ever seen a sexier storyline in sports than that game tonight? There's been some right sexy now. ones. There's like, been some sexy is... ones. LeBron going back to Miami. I think because David of... Hayes going back to ESPN Panama City. <laughs> I think one of the biggest things that makes this so sexy, as you put it, is that there's been this argument forever. We've never had the argument. Is it the system or LeBron James? It's LeBron James. Right. You know what I mean? But the fact that we have this Tom Brady, Bill Belichick, who who gets it done? <laughs> no is it the shit. system? Um that, that's what makes this game interesting. And I, I think that the system is the biggest factor of it. Tom Brady did such a good job running that system. He brought it down to Tampa, and their, their to, offense is different in Tampa now. To me, to me, that question, who was it? No disrespect to anybody who asks it, but that is the stupidest question of all time, in my opinion. Ooh. Because you can't. You got to have both of them together. Shit, 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 shit. You can't. If yeah. you would have had Eric Mangini as the head coach whenever Tom Brady was there, Tom Brady would still have like three three Super Bowls. You don't Super still Bowls. have Tom Brady as the Tom Brady of now. If no you doubt. if you would have had if Drew Bledsoe would have never gotten hurt, yeah, they might have won a couple Super Bowls with Drew Bledsoe because I I fully believe that he was a good quarterback he mm-hmm. was a serviceable quarterback that could have won super bowls i agree with that but i don't think bill belichick is touted as the greatest coach of all time oh okay all yeah, right hey to let's me, move on from this okay to me, i don't think you have one without the other okay, arguments are good marcus bill's the greatest nfl coach of all time brady's the best football player of all time let's just move on <laughs> Bucks, Tom Brady's Bucks, the goat of every sport raiders chargers Chargers. Chargers take the dub today. Uh, this is going to be Monday night, right? Monday night. Raiders Chargers game. Yes. Um, and we're playing in LA uh, yeah, SoFi Stadium. I know what game we're coming back to. Okay, cool. Give me the yeah. Chargers in this game. 
at this point. You know point. what? What the hell? Give me the Raiders. Ooh, right in the high. Give me the there. Raiders. Hey, I want this game to go to overtime. And when it does, I'm texting all of you saying this this isn't this is in the bag. Derek Carr is the overtime man. Can we talk about real quick before we move on? Are you who are you picking? I'm sorry. Chargers gotta go uh, Jay Herbo. Love the man. So I'm talk- I'm solo dolo on the Raiders here. All right, yes. cool. Yeah. Can we talk about how I was a 29-second play clock and a 66-yard field goal away from picking the the Lions over the Ravens correctly last week? Yeah, that yeah, we, yeah we've mentioned that like many times. I was like, oh like not on the show, though. Not on the show. I picked the Lions over the Ravens to pull the upset last week, and then you had the, uh, the unbelievable no-call on the delay of game, and then a 66-yard field goal by Justin Tucker. I almost picked that shit correctly. What was so mm. crazy about that field goal, too, is it hitting the crossbar Doink. the way that it did. Because if it doesn't, if that ball has a little bit more rotation this way, it flies out this way. Yeah. But instead, that thing looked like it was its own field goal happening all over again. Yeah, unbelievable. Unreal. And to finish out our picks, arguably the best game of the week without the storyline of Bucks pets Cardinals-Rams. This is definitely the best game of the week, even with the storyline. 4-0, is... 4-0. Uh, I'll take, give me the Rams. Oh, made that one real quick. Uh, because of what happened with the Bucks, and so maybe I'm riding off of reactions a little bit here. Um, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna change it over. I'm gonna go the Cardinals right here to win this game mm. because the the Rams are gonna be riding so high and be in the house. So I'm gonna go with this. Is gonna be really. I, I don't have a lot of upsets picked today, and I don't know if you can, can really can consider this an upset. Uh, I'll go with the Cardinals today. Matthew Stafford is. Is probably a top three consideration for MVP right now. Cooper Cup is looking like a top five wide receiver. <laughs> Cooper Cup might be in the MVP conversation by the right time now. it's all said and done. And I loved when the Rams got Stafford. I, I love this for him, but just today I, I'm going to say something slips up. Too many people are picking him. That's fair. That's fair. I, I'm going to stick Arizona here too. Um, I just I think it's going to be a. It's just like what David said. They're coming off that high from last week. I mean they embarrassed Tom Brady in primetime on primetime television, which does not happen very often. Um, the, I mean, the Rams defense is nasty. I think this game is pretty low scoring. I'm getting another GD cramp on the show. Ooh. I don't get cramps, and here I am getting another one on the show. He doesn't get cramps. He gets GD cramps. GD cramps. <laughs> <laughs> Garbage disposal. Um, <laughs> okay uh yeah i'm just taking the cardinals it's a low scoring game i'm thinking about like 23 to 20 something like that last second field goal there by uh who's matt their Prater? Matt, matt Prater. Prater. are they gonna go for something a little closer than 68 this time yeah let's maybe go uh, for something Lord. a little closer than hey, that thing was good from 58 yeah kind of swinging back to this game before we wrap things up detroit yeah. chicago if the lions win does matt Nagy get fired no no, that'd be that would be. I yes. mean, maybe he gets considered to be fired, but that's so stupid. I mean, Bears yeah. fans would be really happy about that. As I know, so they would. To double up on that question a little bit, Marcus, do you think that the fans want to lose this game to kind of start that process? <laughs> I did. Oh, that he did. I did hear you ask that this week. I yeah, I, I know. I know quite a few uh, Bears fans. Actually, quite a few. Yeah, they live down here, and they're all like, "Look, we need." Lions to lose this game because they every every Bears fan I talk to hates Matt Nagy. They just do not like his play calling. They don't like him as a head coach. They don't like anything about him. So this will push him out the door faster. Yeah. Wow. Mm. 
so tough as a fan to hear about other fans one and, and i get it i totally do get it in that situation it's just so kind of weird to hear and just like last year when the jets won the game or whatever and they're pissed off about not being able to get trevor lawrence and it's like trevor lawrence zach wilson either way that you guys go i don't care if you would have got peyton manning in his prime drafted number one overall last year or number two whenever you get him. That, that organization I was hoping it was going to be a little different with Salah. It has not been so far to this point. So listen, so listen to this. The Patriots issued 506 media credentials for tonight, including 262 to NBC alone. For perspective, the Patriots issued 206 total media credentials for the team's season opener against Miami, with only 70 going to CBS. Last week against the Saints, the Patriots issued 215. So they are... Doubling up, doubling up their like their total more than their total like average uh, credentials are going to just NBC. Five hundred and six media credentials given out for tonight. What do you, wow. what do you got to have as a team to have two hundred people there working the game? And then like two. Oh my god, man, that's crazy. How do we get one? Let's just type this in real quick. You'd have to either be working for NBC or you'd have to be doing a podcast in that New England area that had some pretty good traction. Or be on the radio over there, or be on TV over there. Hello, Jacksonville. Nice to meet you. <laughs> yeah, Jacksonville would be a whole other animal that you could you could probably work out some uh, some media credentials for that area. So, um, if we wanted to go to this game tonight, between the four of us, uh, the four of us wanted to go up to New England to go to. And this you're game. saying splitting one ticket, right? No, no. Well, the, not, this is actually not so bad on StubHub what? right now. It's not. I mean, it's not. I mean, before they get to the hidden fees, and then there's a Tom talk, Brady fee. Yeah. Talk, talking about talking about StubHub. Did you see the tickets for fifty yard? There was a ticket that was sold for fifty yard line of the Vanderbilt UConn game for a dollar. 50, wow, 50-yard line, like four rows up. I would have gone and watched that, that game <laughs> yeah, for a dollar. Yeah, what the hell? Yeah. So why not? No, nosebleed, top left corner of the end zone on Tampa Bay's sideline with your back up against the wall. Top left corner. It would cost us 360 bucks each. Yeah, that that's is not bad. That's not bad, but how much do you guys think it is for one ticket on the 50-yard line for this game? Uh, I'll say for one on the ticket, visitor sideline. I'm going on the visitor sideline because I think that's the side you want to be on. Am I, I mean, am I mistaken here? Uh, Depends on who you're rooting for. I I want to say probably uh, twelve hundred. Twelve hundred. Holy shit! No, I mean I got one here for eight ninety one. Eight ninety one. I know. I was looking at Vivid Seats and, and some of their pricing. The average price is eleven hundred dollars. For, for this mm. game, but you know, that's that's average and takes a lot of factors into that. But yeah. man, yeah. $800, I don't know. What, what's the most expensive that you guys would pay for a ticket, especially for something regular season? Well, right? I, I was on it like I was honestly prepared um, when Dallas was coming to Tampa. Uh, this is obviously before I found out um, whenever my, you know, my son's due date was going to be and things like that. Um, I was fully invested to pay for two tickets, uh, $3,000. Fifteen hundred, fifteen hundred piece. I would have went two thousand a piece. I've never seen Dallas play. It's I've always wanted to see them play, and I was going really. To, I I. It's always been something I've really wanted to do. And every time that they come in a local area, I've been able to do it. And mm. so I I was like, I'm going to go all out. I'm going to spend top. I'm going to get top dollar. Uh, that's that's what I was prepared to do. 
Noted, Marcus. We're starting. We gotta. We gotta get Marcus to a Dallas game. Yeah. But we're gonna do it in yeah, Jerry we, World. Yeah, I think oh, that yeah. would be the way to go about it, right? Yeah, and get him to go to a, at least a good game. Like going to the Dallas and Bucks game would have been a great game to go to. But don't you think your first one you would want to at least try to get someone on the schedule that that you think you can go watch a win? Yeah, oh, if, if you're gonna, it, uh, well, hold up now. Are you? Are you I mean, hold up, <laughs> hold up, hold well, up. Well, that's well, that's why a couple years ago I I chose to go. Uh, whenever I was living just south of Nashville, I had a buddy of mine get tickets to the Titans game, and he knew the Saints were in town, so we took care of business there. Yeah, could you imagine, <laughs> oh, yeah. Could you imagine like being an FSU fan in your first game ever? You're like, let's go see Jacksonville State. We'll kill them. <laughs> And on that note, we're going to end today's show. Yeah, I'm out of here. That that one hurts a little bit more. Um, Hey, guys, thank you for watching. Thanks for sticking around with us. Uh, Fun show today. Dave, thanks for stepping in. No doubt. I appreciate it. it. We're going to have to make this happen a lot more. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Drew, good shit as always, except for your laptop situation. Hey, you handled it well, man. You went back into the older centuries. You did good. You did good. Um, And Marcus, maybe wear a hat next week, but... (laughs) I nah, will be on. I, I will not be on next week. Oh, that's right. You're off. Yeah. God dang. Are we? I am. I am staff. We're getting We're good. Yeah, I'm moving to my new property that weekend in the next couple of days. So. Okay. Well, congratulations on that. Thank Sorry, you. I'm out of town. I can't. I can't help you move. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, uh, you're you're okay. <laughs> I have a hernia. Are you looking forward to rebuilding your computer room in another location? Or are you going to miss the one you're in right now? Uh, not really miss it. Um, because that like that where my room is it's it's i mean the house is a lot nicer so i'm okay with it that's what i got all right guys so we're gonna get on out of here so i'm gonna mute everybody else's microphones uh thank you fellas and uh you guys are gone and for everybody else we are gonna get out of here guys uh thank you so much for watching make sure you go to our youtube channel like subscribe comment do whatever you can turn on the notification bell support us in any way you can share these streams anything you could do All right, guys, we'll see you next week. Welcome. Thanks for listening to the Right On Sports Show. Find the podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts or find the guys on YouTube at Right On Sports and hit that subscribe button to be notified when they go live. In the meantime, check them out on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Right On Sports.